Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Intimacy, Love, and Sexuality. I am your host, Ropa Fadzo, and I am excited to be coming to you guys with another episode on the topic of sexuality, specifically sex and how we can have good sex after abuse. Now, before I get into today's episode, I really want to ask that you guys are in a comfortable space to be able to observe the information that we are trying to take in here. This is really an episode mainly for your inner child more than anybody else, because I do feel like society hasn't really set us up in the right way to be able to have really good sex with our partners. If anything, we kind of go into it with a higher conscious in mind and with a repressed shadow side that we're trying not to live through and an ego that wants to show that it is doing a good job, okay? And those energies start to sort of fluctuate while you're having sex and most of the time you're not really living out of your inner child because you are trying so hard. So the goal of today's episode is to get us to not try so hard and by not try so hard, I don't necessarily mean in our physical bodies and in our actions, but in our mind. I want the mind to be a safe space. I want it to be a calm space and I want to just Feel the flow of energy without restriction, without pain, because we are maximizing our pleasure. We have a relationship with ourselves that is healthy and a relationship with our partner that is healthy. We have a relationship with sex that is healthy, and that is how we are able to have this sort of an an experience, okay? Um, Now, I also understand that with energy, energy is constantly fluctuating, constantly moving. I think that when you're with the right partner, even low vibrations and negative vibes don't have to be low vibrations and negative vibes. However, we can get lost in the trap of the mind, the trap of settling for bad sex because we are too comfortable in our negative emotions or unaware of how to level up um, or unaware of how to create a space so that we are not feeling or not not necessarily not feeling but we're regulating these emotions in an open and vulnerable space okay um now the reason i also talk about this being after abuse very specifically is because i think that there are two kinds of abuse or abuse uh byproducts or byproducts of abuse that can impact our way of having sex number one we have sexually and then we have our mental conditioning Okay, and so both of those things are ways that we end up being wounded. And I think specifically, depending on how you were wounded sexually or how you were abused sexually or how you were misled sexually, you'll fall into either one of those two categories, if not both. So when we talk about mental conditioning or when I talk about mental conditioning after abuse, what I mean is that usually you're not going to be Um, a victim of physical sexual abuse. So somebody didn't take advantage of your power. They didn't put you in at a disadvantage knowing what your boundaries were, knowing that they were crossing physical boundaries and knowing that they were potentially causing you harm, okay? So by what I mean, sorry if I'm speaking a little bit quickly, I'm just a bit flustered. What I mean by mental conditioning, you guys, is that um, essentially you have an idea of what sex is, right? Or we have an idea of what it is. We know birds, bees, we're a condom, but we don't really know what connection is. We don't really know what vulnerability is. We don't really know how to tell if we're with the right person. We just assume that because we like this person, they are the right person. And that's not always right. That's not always true, okay? Um, 
So we have the mental conditioning and the mental conditioning comes from a society, a broken society. And that society doesn't try to recondition us. If anything, it tells us that we should go recondition ourselves if we hate it so much. And if anything, that they will make it even more difficult for us to to recondition ourselves because when we are starting to grow and starting to realize what is right and what is wrong, society doesn't always follow suit. You'll find very small pockets of society, of people, of population that are working to elevate consciously um but the main population or the, the the main idea that we have in population pop culture media music still has a toxic relationship to what it is what we're elevating from so it's hard to break away from that mental conditioning because just about everything in our in our world that is presented to us that other people have created and that is being shown to us is stuff that's wrong okay um so that's the first thing um And that regulates that mental conditioning. The fact that we have poor mental conditioning when it comes to our relationship to sex is why we end up in situations. And I'm going to talk further about this um, later on, but why we end up in a trap when it comes to sex, okay? And how we end up being victims of abuse, victims of mental conditioning abuse, okay? I think that also I need to note here, the government definitely knows what it's pushing. The media definitely knows what it's pushing. Um, Pop culture definitely knows what it's pushing when it releases music or movies or films or just, you know, um, programs or books or YouTube videos, you know, whatever, that have a bad idea of sex and maintain that bad idea of sex they know what they're doing when they're pushing out that kind of content they know that it's what sells and rather than be like hey is it worth the selling can we still make money doing something else no they choose to continue to sell from that weak poor point that is abusive to us so we end up as inner children being abused by this system that we have and settling for something that is actually worse for us and i'm also going to talk about how it's worse for us why it's bad for us why i consider this abuse and not just bad sex okay um Furthermore, there is also sexual abuse. Now, I have had my fair share, unfortunately, of experiences where I have been sexually abused and I have been um, in difficult situations. And you'll find actually in society that a lot of the time, if you definitely haven't been in those situations, majority of the people that you will meet will have been because it's very easy to align yourself with somebody that you like, but for that person that you like to very easily go from being someone you like to being somebody that you don't like okay i think that we sometimes forget that it really just takes a flip of the switch for somebody to become somebody that we don't like and not necessarily because everybody everything is fickle and people change but because when we meet somebody that we like and that we have a a, a connection to where we're physically attracted to them sometimes it can go out of the window to start looking for red flags or to or to um respect when we see red flags rather than oh yeah it's fine it's fine don't worry about it you know we excuse it and so we end up in these difficult situations these harsh situations these abusive situations that end up scarring us later on and stopping us from having a vulnerable relationship with sex because i believe honestly that when you have been abused the power the best thing that you can do is actually speak up against what happened to you because when you are being abused what is being taken away from you is your ability to speak your throat chakra so reclaiming your power is using your throat chakra and giving back to yourself by by saying I'm not going to be a victim of silence or a victim in silence no any longer okay um so yeah when you're I think that the repression that we feel because of the abuse it essentially teaches us to repress a part of ourselves and when we do end up in situations where we want to have sex with people a lot of the time before we even get to wanting to have sex with them we want to be able to have a conversation about hey this is what I went through this is what I struggled with but because of the shame and the guilt and the feelings of 
fear of rejection. I'm afraid that these people are not going to accept me. They're going to think I'm weird. They're going to think I'm tainted. They're going to think I'm impure. They're not going to want to have sex with me. We don't have that conversation with them beforehand. And we end up in sexual experiences that are less than stimulating, less than amazing. Not because we don't like these people and because we're not attracted to these people, but because a vital part of our truth, a vital part of our vulnerability, our true self has been denied. We deny that part of ourselves in favor of sex, a sex experience that at its highest vibration would have absolutely, absolutely required you to speak your truth, okay? So there's sexual abuse as it happened in the physical, and then there's there's sexual abuse as it happened with mental conditioning, okay? Um, and so we must re-enter the world as children after we have been abused. We must re-enter the world and see it through bright eyes and, and want to talk our ear, talk our partner's ear off about what we've experienced, what we've seen, and also um, experience everything with new love, with new flavor, with new eyes, with new with an ability to be, once again, vulnerable and to feel like, well, you know what? I don't really care. I'm a kid. I'm going to do what I want. Okay, We need that energy after we have been abused and after we are ready to sort of integrate back into, um, in this case, a sexual relationship with the other person if not with just ourselves okay so we need to give ourselves a chance to feel peace like the main thing i find is that after abuse like the like what is disrupted is, is your sense of peace and not necessarily because you don't have a connection to yourself but because the connection you have to yourself is fear-based it is i'm protecting myself so i'm holding myself back we need to be able to feel peace in the mind feel peace in the physical body and know that we are accepted that know that we can introduce ourselves as we are without the fear that the person who is close to us is going to violate us because we now know through our experience of abuse, through our experience of mental conditioning that we have worked through, that we have become able to see our highest potential, our highest timeline that does not, that is not suffering from this abuse. Um, you know, we need to find a space inside of ourselves to be able to feel peace so that we can experience that high vibration. Okay. So the reality is that sex is an adult act. Okay. So sex happens between two adults, two consenting adults. And so when I say that you need to re-enter as your inner child and experience sex from the perspective of your inner child, it's not your inner child as it was when it was one years old or, you know, however many years old or whenever you did lose your virginity, um, which we actually probably should speak about that. I'll put that, I'll put number one there. But I mean, your inner child is the part of you that is 20 years old right now and is still living as your inner child. A lot of people repress their inner children. They don't live as their inner children because they don't think that they can live in this world as their inner children. They have to go to work for 40 hours a week, come home, put food on the table you know work on their uni studies do whatever they got to do they can't they don't have the space to sort of have fun or they can't perceive having fun when there's all this clutter around them or the fun that they do have is fun that's fun but it's not really their idea of fun because it's rooted around it's people that you know are maybe hit or miss uh, you know um activities that are maybe hit or miss and um you know behaviors that are potentially hit or miss okay so you are now an adult, and if you're watching this podcast, then yes, um, you probably literally are over the age of 18. I would encourage you to be that way. You could, you know, you're not you're not stressing your your child self out because you should still be having fun as a child. But, um, you know, it's an adult act, and you're coming together as two adults. That's what this. That's what we're doing. So it requires you to, in order for you to have it at your highest, your frequency, the best frequency that you could potentially have it at. And I think that we oftentimes negate that this is an act of pleasure. We do this for pleasure. So why have mediocre pleasure? You'd want it to be the most amount of pleasure that you can have, okay? So we need to give ourselves a chance to feel peace as the inner child that is now the adult, okay? We must re-enter the world and be like, I want to feel safe. I want to feel fun. I want to feel creative energy. I want to feel bubbly. And I can do this with myself. I can do this with another person. Okay. Um, 
and I am not low. I'm no longer the, the version of me that was wounded. And if I am the version of me that's wounded, then I'm not living through that experience of being wounded. I have shed that or I am shedding that or I plan to shed that. And I plan to do that by experiencing this new experience of lovemaking on a frequency that is much higher, a four dimensional frequency, a four dimensional frequency, which is a frequency of oneness with, reg- with respect to another. Okay. 5D energy is 5D of the world. 4D energy is self-love energy connected to the other energy okay so um hopefully i'm not saying a bunch of big words that are just random stuff but um yeah so it's an adult act it requires a higher four-dimensional energy and that higher four-dimensional energy is four-dimensional energy because it is energy from source it is not energy created on earth it is energy that you have man like you have manifested or you have created from your own sacral chakra which is your sexual chakra the one that's charged with creative passionate life force energy you have created a portal of pure light because you are on a very high frequency you're on the frequency of love and acceptance okay so you're on this new energy and you're now you know however old you are i'm 20 so i'll say i'm 20 years old i've had bad experiences in my past i now want to have better experiences in my past in my in my future in my present i've had mental conditioning that's wrong i now want to break away from what that conditioning is and so i need new knowledge in order to be able to change my perception of things and so i exist on a frequency of love i love myself i accept myself i want to be with somebody who loves and accept me accepts me four-dimensional energy I want to be able to create a safe, fun, and a healthy space for myself, okay? The child must find safe understanding in what sex is, okay? So the first step to be able to do this is the mental conditioning. Whether you've been physically sexually abused and not mentally conditioned, or whether you've been mentally conditioned and not physically sexually abused, whether you've been neither, whether you've been both, it doesn't matter. In order for us to have a really great uh, experience with sex, we need to understand safely what sex is. It's not just about the birds and the bees you may get pregnant. There There is an entire system that is sex and you need to understand what that is you need to find grounding in that in order to be able to share your sexual energy with someone your healthy knowledgeable sexual energy with somebody okay um you also need to be able to find safe and healthy understanding in yourself and in the other and that is the frequency the four-dimensional frequency of love that is you being able to work through what has happened to you to be able to speak on what has happened to you and then find peace like i said you need to find peace give your ch- you give yourself a chance to feel peace you need to be able to find peace in your experience of harm okay and in that same way you also want to be able to understand the other person that you're with to be able to understand their journey where they've come from what the things that have harmed them are and also see themselves on the high vibration see them on that their high vibration which is that they understand themselves they love themselves they respect themselves and they find peace within themselves from the experiences that they've gone through okay um it is not about sharing but about exchanging so sex is not about you coming to the table and you take your clothes off and you say i want to give you my body you're not giving somebody something you're not sorry you're not you're not sharing something with somebody i want to share this with you i want to share what I have. I want to share my experiences. I want to share what I've garnered. I want to share what I know feels good to other people because I've had it with other people. I want to share that with you. It's not about sharing. I'm not giving you something. I'm exchanging something. There's a part of me that I am giving to you that will no longer be a part of me because it has become a part of you. And it's an energetic exchange, okay? It's not anything physical. You're not losing a limb, but there's an energy of you. There's a part of you that was once held back from this person that you are giving to this person. And you cannot take that part back because it now belongs to them. 
them in the same way that there's a part of you that now belongs to that person. And I do believe in cord cutting just for the record. If you are somebody who's like, well, I can get my energy back by doing a cord cutting ritual. Absolutely you can. But there is also still a part of you that once never existed in that person that does now. And that is in their memories as a part of them that has seen you naked. They have seen you moan. They have seen what has pleasured you and what has not pleasured you. We're, you know, there's, there's, it's an exchange. You're giving them something. Okay. And you're not going to get that part back. So you really want to make sure that you're giving what you have to the right person, that you're exchanging a part of yourself with the right person and that you're receiving from the other person, the right thing. Okay. Not just, sorry, the right thing, but you're, you're receiving from the right person, that same thing. Okay. Cause you don't want to be taking in energy from the wrong people or people who are low vibrational or people who don't actually really like you or people that you don't actually really like. You don't want to be in that exchange with them because it is a very vulnerable experience. And I feel like if you want to have the best experience with regard to sex in your life, you need to be able to um, see it as something very vulnerable, see it as something that is very um, sacred, because otherwise it's just an experience, an experience you can have with anybody, which sure, albeit is fun. Trust me, I've had plenty of experiences, but if it is the sole the sole deep experience of me fully accepting and loving myself, being myself, able to then after that experience be myself without guilt or shame? No, it's absolutely not that. And is that what I want? Yes. So I need to change my perception on it. I need to recondition myself because the mental conditioning I had before was making me settle and it was abusing me. It was telling me that this is only what I deserve. This was all that I could have. Or that me holding myself back was proper even though that it was hurting me. It was abusing me. It sexually was abusing that conditioning or and that experience. So you guys, let's start getting into some of these questions, breaking down our mental conditioning and um, then, you know, being able to talk about um, the sexual experience of being created anew. Now, the next episode I have is going to be branching onto the sexual stuff. So this is really more to do with mental conditioning. It's more like the theory work behind sex. And then the next part of it is going to be the practical work. And because I'm sharing that with you, um, you know, it will be me talking. It will be a little bit of theory, but you, I think if you, care to to have this experience you will see where i'm coming from you'll understand it and you'll be able to energetically absorb what it is i'm saying and take that with you in your life okay or apply it in your own life the way that it needs to be applied okay um because everybody's different and you know it will look different for just about everybody um because it will have your unique energetic signature however you want to however you want to do that based on your experiences what makes you comfortable your boundaries the things that turn you on your perception of things or specific angle you know all those things that will be different for you but the main theory behind it will be quite very similar okay um whoa ciao okay it's getting a little bit hot in here Getting a little bit hot here. Yeah, so the next episode is going to be a little bit more raunchy because I'm going to be talking about, you know, I'm going to be using words that are a little bit, you know, raunchy. Nothing is nothing is going to be vulgar. Nothing is going to be incredibly inappropriate. Nothing's going to be triggering. Nothing's going to be words of abuse. It's going to be very beautiful words, but I've never spoken about these things before in this particular way, this, this level of free. So, um, you know, if you are somebody who gets quite flustered, make sure you get a fan because I'm fanning myself right now, y'all. It is hot in here. Let me tell y'all that just this much okay period so let's get into um number one okay Ooh, someone's going outside okay so first of all the first question we have is what is sex 
Now, I have the answers to these, and these are my answers, and if you have other things you want to add to the list, go ahead. I like to keep things short and concise because I think that my inner child doesn't need a plethora of information to get the gist of things. I think we've been spoon-fed words and words and words, paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs, scoldings and scoldings and scoldings, that we forget that children are really simple organisms, that they just need to be explained things very simply, and that those things will be um, taken with them and understood and applied to their own experiences, okay? We're not dumb, okay? So like I said, it's important that we perceive this from the perspective of our inner children. So oops, if you feel incredibly uncomfortable or you feel in any way, shape, or form uncomfortable um, with respect to this episode or the next episode, understand that this is what is called conditioning. It's your conditioning. There are certain experiences that you've had with people that have made you uncomfortable, and there's certain experiences that you've had with theory work regarding sex that has made you uncomfortable, conversations that you've had with people that have made you uncomfortable. So I definitely know I hate, I hate, I hate being spoken to about sex by anybody who is somebody that I, a part of my family and somebody that I know in the physical, really, that isn't my partner. I don't really enjoy those kinds of conversations because I feel very alienated. I feel like I'm very vulnerable in those situations. And I feel like people are trying to tell me what to do. And I'm just like, I can't be effed right now. My goal isn't to tell you guys what to do, but it's to give you guys a little bit more information. Like I said, you can add more, take things out, however it applies to you, apply it. But these are the key findings that I have found that will help me and help you i hope i pray you know find the find the pathway to what good healthy clean beautiful um fun sex fun safe sex looks like for you Alrighty. so first of all what is sex so in my opinion it is intimacy cleanliness and the language of the soul okay so what i mean when i say that sex is intimacy is that it is acceptance on the four-dimensional plane of existence which is acceptance for yourself and acceptance for the other without judgment okay when we are intimate with people we are vulnerable with people and the best sex that you can have is sex where you are fully like you know what i'm surrendering now my understanding of it is that you're not going to go up to somebody that you feel slightly uncomfortable around or who yeah you can't really be yourself around and be like hey i want to do it with you no chances are you're going to want to be with somebody that makes you feel like you can bear your skin. You can show your insides, your outsides, and everything, and that they're still going to like you. They're still going to want to be with you because they accept your journey. They accept the things that have happened to you. They accept the wrongs that you've done to others, the wrongs that have been done to you, your shames, your guilt. And they say that regardless, you're still a human being, and you are worthy of love. You're worthy of pleasure. You're worthy of a good human experience, okay? So in sex is intimacy. You want that with somebody. You want that fourth dimensional energetic playing field. You don't want to have a relationship with somebody where um, you're giving yourself or you're exchanging with them when, when you can tell that they're not really loving themselves and they're not really healthy with themselves because it's like, well, what am I, what, what am I getting at? What am I, what are you giving to me? Why are you giving me this energy when I'm coming to the table, showing up as myself? I know I have flaws. I know I'm not perfect, but at least I want to be able to have this experience where we both love ourselves and if you can't love yourself or I can't love myself we shouldn't be energetically exchanging because it will be three-dimensional it will be the idea of what everybody has it will be the sex that is spoken about in rap music it will be the sex that is spoken about to your friends it will be what is spoken about when you are thinking about when you're sad at night you know trying to maybe self-pleasure yourself or trying to have an experience with yourself where you're going through your mind and reminiscing and all you can think about is how this was flawed this was flawed this wasn't good not because you don't like that person or because you hate that person or because you hate yourself but because it wasn't an experience on fourth dimensional energy of acceptance so intimacy is acceptance and it is vulnerability and sex is intimacy okay 
furthermore, it is cleanliness, okay? And by cleanliness, I mean organization, okay? I don't actually mean clean as in, you know, you're, um, you know, well, I don't actually mean clean as in um, STD checks, put a condom on, all that stuff. That Those are important things. Those are things that need to get done. Those are things that are things that you need to look into as well in, in, in our understanding of cleanliness. But cleanliness basically means it's one plus one. It's very simple. It's cookie cutter, okay? It's not this big, difficult process of energy just getting stagnated, feeling stuck, feeling like back and forth, feeling, you know, disconnected connected whatever it's organization you know why you're here you know what you're doing this is what it is you don't have to beat around the bush you don't have to hide yourself you don't have to lie deny you can just be like you know what i am a clean person i showed up as myself all of myself i'm here to flow i'm here to have an organized experience with you where it begins with flirtation where it moves on to maybe looks in the eye no, looks starts with looks then it goes to flirtation it bounces back and forth for a little bit perhaps there's a little bit of sensual soft touching you know maybe soft kissing as well it bounces around that energy for a little bit or maybe it doesn't maybe it goes it pounces straight and immediately into into this experience because there's so much passion there's so much fire okay it's clean it's cookie cutter you know you and this person are in this in one you're flowing you're in union okay it is not disruptive it's not you trying to persuade them it's not them trying to persuade you it's not like you're uncomfortable trying to get away from it or you feel a really eerie vibe coming from them. Why are you putting me in this situation? Why are you flirting with me like that? What's going on behind your mask? What's stinking in your head? Okay, those experiences where you feel chaotic energy, that's stinky. You don't want to be in that experience. You don't want to have to settle for that experience. A real experience of vulnerability, of intimacy is organization and cleanliness. It is one plus one equals two. We know why we're here, okay? I think that it can be quite jarring to have that kind of perception when it comes to sex because you want to think that the flirting is spontaneous. You want to think that the eyes are spontaneous. But the truth is when you're in flow with another person, spontaneity is the flow. You're not thinking ahead of things. You're just going with emotions. Emotions are happening right now, okay? And so when you're flirting with somebody that you've met and you really lack them, you know that it's going to lead to sex or maybe not, you know, there's a little bit of, there's, pa- sorry, there's passion that's brewing underneath the surface because it's like, geez, I don't really know what's going on here, but we know how we feel about each other. We can know that there's an intimacy. I mean, if you know this person, that's, that's, that's the key here. You like, I feel like you need to have communication with this person and know who they are. Like, I'm not really the biggest, um, person to encourage you to have casual affairs with people because you know it's an energetic exchange you don't know who this person is i would hope that you guys are in flow and flowing with people that you do know and that you've taken time to speak to and get to understand and learn a bit about their not a bit but learn about their journey quite a bit um but yeah when you're in flow when you're clean you know that's what sex is it is the language it is um sorry that's the next part but yeah i hope that makes sense does that make sense you guys what is sex cleanliness yeah clean cookie cutter straight to the point you know we know what we're here for we're gonna go get it um it doesn't even have to be a verbal communication of like hey by the way i know what we're here for i know why you're looking at me like that let's get it over and done with could be like that if that's the way that you roll i guess and the way that they roll as well i guess but um when when i when i mean that i just mean that i I, it's it's white the energy is really pure the energy is really really like you've invited me to your table i've invited you to my table and now we will feast now we will eat together you plus me equals to sex and experience okay fourth dimensional energy right four is two plus two so and that's what one plus one plus one plus one which is equal to two which is equal to four really but equals to two when we talk about one plus one right anyway sorry that was my 
that was like my 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 third eye <laughs> doing the little bit of like the mental math that like yeah cleanliness equal 4d okay anyway and then lastly we have in in some in in the way that i explained it with respect to sex okay so lastly, we have what is sex. And like I said, it is a language of your soul. Now, your sexual energy speaks through your sacral chakra, okay? Your sacral chakra is the energy. It's the place where you store your sexual energy, your creative energy, and your life force energy. The language of your soul speaks through your life force energy. It speaks through the things that you enjoy doing, your talents, your gifts, okay? What you want to achieve in this world, okay? What you want to create, what you want to put out there, how you want to have sex, the person you're into, your children, okay? Your lineage, okay? Your feelings, okay? How you respond to stimuli okay so um yeah so the language of your soul basically that is like you're basically when you're in flow with yourself and you accept yourself you're not going to deny yourself exactly what it is that you want the minute that you settle is the minute that you're denying yourself the language of your soul you're denying the voice of your soul in the back of your mind that says hey we have a standard here you have a standard here and that standard is you it is unique to you you do not violate the standard for people because that means that you are not being yourself you're being who they want you to be you're being who they think you are and it is nowhere near who you are and when you're engaging in a sexual experience you don't want to be lying to yourself because you're giving a really vulnerable part of yourself to somebody and that's okay we don't have to feel ashamed we don't have to feel guilty for the fact that we are vulnerable beings and that's the experience that we want to have okay so when we give the language of our soul to our sexual experience we are honoring ourselves and we are honoring ourselves because we are creating with ourselves we are bringing ourselves to the table and doing exactly what it is that we want to do doing it exactly the way that we want to do you know i um i remember a lot of my sexual experiences back in the day, I would like, I never felt like I could laugh or just like literally laugh. Yeah. While I was having sex because I didn't want them to feel emasculated. And if I did, I could tell that the vibe would change. They would feel emasculated. They would feel really bad. Then I was like, okay, well that's how you feel. And then I ended up having an experience with somebody where I was giggling. I was literally laughing though. Like, you know, and it was like literally my soul, literally my actual soul having a giggle, having a feeling, feeling really good and not laughing at the experience, but laughing because I was experiencing pleasure on such a high vibration. And this person didn't have an issue with it. They weren't mad. They weren't looking at me like, oh my God, why are you laughing? If anything, it sunk them even more into this connection, even more into themselves, even more into sharing themselves with me because I was sharing myself with them. I was sharing a part of me that was young and that was childish and that just wanted to feel good, okay? And that young, childish part of them could feel strong, could feel masculine, could feel present in the experience because they were not denying themselves and I was not denying myself. So that is what the experience of sex is. It is listening to your voice, honoring your voice, doing what you want to do, knowing that you will be received with the right partner because the person that you met you guys are clean and organized and new i am ready to i'm willing to share myself or you and they say yes and you say okay then we do and it is not necessarily a verbal question that you may ask somebody it may have it may be a verbal conversation i think a verbal conversation is an incredible way to know whether or not this is somebody that you should be having sex with whether or not you guys are ready to have this kind of sex or sex at all but it may also just be an energetic frequency. It is all in the flirting. It's in the eyes. It's in the touch, the kisses, the caresses, the words of affirmation. Okay. So sex is a really big thing. It's a very, very intimate thing because it can have a very powerful, very spiritual experience, right? Why is it that you know what somebody is thinking when you look into their eyes and there's passion, there's romance, there's flirting? Why do you know what they're thinking about? 
Why do you know what they're thinking about when they slightly glance down at your lips? Almost barely, not even. They do it so clean, so casual. You can barely tell that's what they did. Why do you, why is that an experience? Because there's an acceptance of yourself in that moment. A, a sh- a, 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 you're shedding your skin. You're saying, this is me. And you're attracted to me. You're coming to me. And I'm attracted to you. That's why I'm here, right? Feminine energy is the latter. Masculine energy is the former. Um, or how it's expressed, should I rather say, um, is the latter former. Um, but yeah, and, and we know why we're here. I can tell why we're here. Sex can be a very healing, very spiritual experience. But we first have to get away from the mental conditioning that we first have to um, settle for less, settle for less vulnerability, settle for less acceptance, settle for low vibrations, settle for, um, you know, what is it? Mixed signals, mixed emotions, mixed uh, frequencies, settle for he's flirting with me now. I mean, I don't really want to, but he's doing it. So I might as well just fucking do it. You know what I mean? Settle for, oh, I don't want to do that because I know he'll get mad or he'll get uncomfortable or she'll get mad or uncomfortable or she'll get triggered if I bring this up and you know we don't that's not the experience that we want here number two we have what is bad sex okay and that experience of settling that experience of denying yourself a full clean intimate and communicative experience okay is why you end up having bad sex and i think any experience where you're not on your highest vibration is bad sex you know i i had an experience i remember um a long time ago a few years ago really with this guy that i had been talking to online for months you know, and um, we don't, we talking on, we talk, we spoken online, we never went on the date, never did anything like that, never did anything romantic, and I remember one night, I was like, screw it, you know, if we don't do this today, if we don't just link up and say, screw it, let's hang out, it's never gonna happen, it's never gonna happen, so I texted them, and I was like, here's my Addy, drop by, you know, we're gonna have a kiki, we're gonna have a good night, and we're gonna get to know each other, and we did, and we ended up having sex for like, well, I think what was maybe four hours, I think maybe four, three hours, three and a half, maybe four hours, yeah, um, and it was intense and it was passionate. It was fun and we giggled and, and it was whatever. Um, I mean, when I did laugh, he, he had an energy, you know, he was quite upset, I think, but because I was laughing in the middle of it, but I think it was an experience that he never had before where somebody just was like, oh, having fun, like actually having fun, you know? Um, but uh, yeah, you know, um, there was an experience basically and I thought it was a perfect experience because we'd gone at it for ages. My body was, you know, feeling the vibes, you know, we finished off and it was quite romantic, but at the same time, the relationship that I had with this person, this the relationship I had with my body and myself, um, the lack of connection that we had and the lack of communication, especially after what I found out following that experience, made it such that there was no way that this could have been a perfect experience, a beautiful experience. I talk quite a bit about perfection or the life of your dreams or manifesting something of your dreams, something beautiful. And I know that a lot of people will deny themselves the right of having a dream experience, but why is it that we have dreams to begin with? And I don't mean just like dreams about success and about what we want to do, but literally dreams. Why do we dream when we go to bed? And then we come back out and we come out with these far-fetched ideas of what we can achieve in this life. And the only, the only reason we don't go out and get them is because we are denied that by the people around us. Because the people around us will convince us that we are in denial. And we're not in denial. And we'll never be in denial. Neither can you, especially when it comes to sex. You want good sex, you need to be able to admit when an experience is deep at most. When an experience of four hours of just pure boom, 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 passion, hot energy everywhere was just mediocre. It was mediocre because it lacked in connection, it lacked in pleasure, it lacked in the ease of communication. When we talk about a lack of connection with me and this person, we had not even gone on a date, there was no romantic energy between us, we had barely done a phone call. 
how was there an expectation of connecting? Yes, we have the eyes. Yes, we have the touch. Yes, we have the kiss. But if there is no real connection, if you do not know who I am and I do not know who you are truly at your soul, or if I do, but you don't know me, or you know me, but I don't know you, it is not a connection. And it does not allow for the full acceptance, the fourth dimensional acceptance. You don't want to be having sex with anybody. You know, somebody can come to you and say, hey, I've done this, 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 all of these wrong things in my, in my life. Um, you know, do you want to do this with me? Do you want to be intimate with me? And you may be like, no, because I don't respect that you did those things. I don't need to respect that you did those things. I respect you. I accept you as an individual. I believe that you're entitled to life and love. And, you know, if you grow and do better and don't hurt hurt people, sure. But the things that you've done in your past, I don't feel very comfortable con condoning that behavior. I don't feel very comfortable starting a life with somebody who engaged in those behaviors, sharing a part of myself with somebody who did. You don't have to feel guilty for denying somebody access to you. So when you don't really know somebody, you don't really know what parts of themselves that you would potentially be denying because you know what? You're just not okay with that. You're not okay with the way that they think about perhaps, let's say, a specific group of people of color. You're not okay with the way that they think about, let's perhaps say, um, their relationship to um the LGBT community. You're not okay with the way that they believe that, you know, it is a poor person's fault for, you know, the, the, the destruction being caused to the environment, that they believe that human beings have entitlement to this entire earth and that flora and fauna should be destroyed for the purpose of human evolution. You may, there may have, they may have all of these ideals that you don't even know about because you haven't really asked them, have you? So there's no connection. And what you end up doing is that you end up sharing yourself with this person and sure the experience is decent because they know how to root and so do you. But it is not actual sex. It is not actual sex. It is two 3D human bodies coming together. And it does not make for the time of your dreams. Because they are not the person of your dreams. You're not accepting their life experience that you can actually accept. Not because it ticks all your boxes, for how much you can fuck up in your life. But because, you know, the, they as a person carry their experience in a particular way that you can accept. You wouldn't know that with this person that you haven't connected with. What is bad sex? It is bad pleasure or lack of pleasure, you know? I don't think that this person even went down on me. And that's fine, but I went down on that. You may think to yourself, yeah, but you know, it doesn't always have to be blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you know, and I'll talk about that in my next episode. I really will. But the truth is, when you're especially in a first experience with somebody, and they have, they give more to you, when you walk away from that experience, there's a lack, there's an amount of pleasure that you did not get. There's a certain level of equality that that equality creates pleasure that was not given to you. That's not a pleasurable experience, it's a bad experience. It didn't take the full box. It didn't reach the heights of what the dream was, which was that it would be a give and receive, an equal exchange. You may be with a partner or with people right now who don't even give you an equal exchange. How is this supposed to be the time of your dreams? It's not, that's the very least, that's a very simple thing. And sometimes it's not just about them not giving it to you, not giving you that pleasure, not doing the, the favor of honoring you, honoring and accepting you and deciding that for you, I'm going to go down for you. I'm going to give you this pleasure that you have so gracefully returned to me. It's a lack of communication. There's a lack of an ease of communication. You don't feel comfortable bringing up with this person that, hey, I would like you to do this. You don't feel comfortable bringing up with yourself. Hey, I would like this person to do this. Do 
admitting that you're ashamed, for example, that maybe you that this person hasn't done that for you or that it's a necessity necessity for this person to do that for you or that hey i'm not always the most open about this because i know about the way that men are the way that women are about this kind of act but it is important for me at least i would feel very connected i would feel accepted if you showed me that you didn't care it's okay to want somebody to show you in this lovemaking process that they are accepting all of you, that they're willing to do that for all of you. Now, again, it's not like, you know, the person is saying, hey, I would like for you to shit on me out of the blue, okay, or something like that. They may have that kind of fetish, and that's why you want to get to know somebody. They want to get to know if they're going to ask if you want to shit on them, especially if you don't have a shitting fetish like that, okay? But certain things like giving head, if they are willing to push your head down or willing to stand while you are on your knees, then you must assume that the relationship is a 50-50. And if they don't, and if they're, if it's not a 50-50, if you find out in the middle of this experience that it's not a 50-50, or they tell you beforehand that it wasn't a 50-50, or that it's not 50-50, or afterhand that it's not 50-50, but it's important for you that it is a 50-50, which I think that it should be, that's what the experience is of giving yourself and receiving yourself, or if they don't make up for it in another way, or you can't ask them to make up for it in another way, or they don't suggest to make up for it in another way, they're comfortable, they're happy, they just roll over and go to bed when they're done, that's not a great experience. Because the ease of communication, the one plus one, the cleanliness, the organization of it's me plus you and we're sharing is not easy. It's not easy. It's hard. It's difficult, whether it's because you have a bad relationship to yourself or because they have a bad relationship to the other, to themselves, to being able to be a giver in a situation that is a give and receive. We're mentally conditioned to accept what it is that we've been given and that we have to work in order to have good sex, but the reality is that we don't. We need to have connection. We need to know that we deserve pleasure and that we can get pleasure from X, Y, Z. And we need to be able to say to this person that this form of pleasure is important for me. You know, I used to get asked by a partner if they, like, you know, I used to, sorry, let me skip this, let me give a different story. I remember I had a partner and he, you know, I, I think I was quite good at what I was doing, if I'm being quite real. And they would, you know, go down on me. And rather than explain to them that they were doing it the wrong way, that I didn't like it, I just wouldn't say anything because I felt really bad. There was a lack of being able to express that there was, that this wasn't what I wanted. And they went on believing that they were doing a great job, and it just got worse and worse, and I couldn't even express, like, express to them, like, no. Because now I was feeling like I was in the wrong for needing to honor myself to listening to the language of my soul, to having an experience that was able to listen to the language of my soul. And I didn't feel like I would be accepted. Because I felt like they would be rejecting themselves feeling bad for themselves as opposed to working on connecting, working on pleasure, working on communication to give pleasure through this form of connection. There was no way that this could be the sex of my dreams because it was just bad sex. There were things missing that are required for good sex or sex in general to be sex. And this ended up being two people doing an adult thing and not being on an adult four dimensional frequency. The trap of settling for bad sex, number three, is wasting your time. 
Now, when we settle for bad sex, here's the thing I was just about to say, as in our children, especially, or shadow sides, especially, we get quite offended when we realize we have to change or we have to amend the way that we've been, sorry, we, the way that we've been doing things. We get quite affected because we like to know that we've put an effort and that we've tried and that the things that we've done are good, that we have done our hardest. So it can be quite triggering when we're being asked to change, whether from, you know, somebody like me or by your partner saying, hey, can you shape it up and you should try this, you should try this, this way. You know, I used to get offended when I would hear my partner tell me, mm, you should try doing it this way. Because they were never really like trying to teach me what was the, like what, what they were doing. And I felt like at the time, this was years ago, by the way. But also, at the time, I felt like it was also coming out of nowhere, you know? And I didn't have time to adjust because I felt defensive. I felt like, well, if we're on the topic of how we can improve here. And I would never say that because it was rude. But I was like, okay. And then they would try to instruct me. And they didn't even know what was what they wanted. So I was like, well, you know, I, I, I have a perception of what I like. And if you don't like that, but you can't tell me what you do like, what are we doing here? Okay, and so instead we just he would go. No, it's fine. Just keep doing what you're doing before. And that's not. That's not. That's not great. That's not beautiful. That's not lovely. That sucked. It sucked to be in that situation and 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 to not be able to speak your truth. To have to settle because the truth is sex is an enlightening experience. It's a soul connecting, a soul bonding experience. When you have the right tools. Talk of settling for bad sex is wasting your time. Because you will spend years of your life with somebody because you like them. Mind you, how many people in this world do you like? Don't give me the bullshit. Oh, not many. You like the random lady at the bakery who smiles at you every other day. Okay, you like people in this world. There are people that you like. Um, but you're going to waste your time settling for someone that you just like. Because you don't have balls enough to decide that your sex life is worthy of being incredible. I was fortunate to have an incredible sex life with my most recent partner because now there's a standard for what I want sex to be. But that doesn't mean that the next relationship I would have entered and I would have been more honest or vocal about what I needed. I probably would have picked the wrong person or been with the, somebody that I like rather than somebody I'm intimate with, clean with, listening and, and speaking to from the language of my soul. I would have, in some way or another, settled. Because a part of me was incredibly uncomfortable with the idea of needing to be really honest. Because when you have bad sex with a partner that you really like, you cannot continue that relationship with them. If anything, it's a sign not to. Because there are parts of that person, parts that you've accepted of that person that are things that you wouldn't really accept from them in real life or in their, in, 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 in their actual behaviors, their personality, their character, their thoughts, their opinions, discussions that you may have, debates, okay? So the trap of settling for bad sex is wasting your time. If you're too stubborn to be able to say, you know what? I deserve to be able to say what I want and have that experience or 
I deserve to be open with my partner and listen to what it is that they want to give to me as feedback or as how to pleasure them. Then you can settle for bad sex and you're just going to be wasting your time, time that you're never going to get back. Sure, down the line, you guys may break up and you may meet somebody who really rocks your world. But you're going you're gonna to have given a lot of yourself, a lot of yourself, exchanged a lot of yourself. Should I rather say not give? I keep saying give, but exchanged a lot of yourself. Exchange or give. Let's, let's say that they're, in, like, they're, they're interchangeable. My issue's really sharing. Not really sharing, but you get what I mean, right? You're giving, you're not getting it back. That's what I mean. Okay. Um. You're not sharing it because, you know, well, it's really their perception on the situation. So you're exchanging something that you're not going to get back. Like the perception of you while you have sex. Something I didn't have before. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. Ooh, I'm, I'm real technical, y'all. I have, what is it? Libra, Libra, Mercury. I have a Libra, Mercury. I have Gemini, North Node. I have placements that are basically very logical okay that are like i need to explain this i got a sagittarius pluto okay i've got like lilith i'm pretty sure in sagittarius as well so y'all please please don't mind the technicalities okay i just got to make sure that everybody's on the same wavelength here because i don't want y'all walking away thinking oh but you know i don't really get that or i don't really understand that because i think it's important that you guys get as much as you can to be able to 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 see you know, whether or not your experience is actually a good experience or whether there's certain things that you can pick up on, like the importance of communication or vulnerability and intimacy or listening to the language of your soul, for example. Okay. Um, so, yeah. The trap of settling for bad sex is wasting your time. You're going to have exchanged a lot of yourself with somebody who didn't end up giving you the experience that you wanted. And it's just going to feel suffering. I look back on my exes and I'm just like, well, damn, you know, this sucks. But I have to share my, this, this part of myself with you. Not because, you know, I'm so much wiser and older now and I can do it so much different or anything like that. But literally, and I always say that because I think that before I used to have a lot of shame because I was like, you know, I'm older now. You're only going to remember the parts of me that, are, that, that, that were younger. But the truth is, it's not even about that. It's about the fact that I shared myself with somebody that had I taken the time to really get to know them, to connect more with them. I would have seen that this frequency, this relationship was not fourth dimensional, that it was not on an energetic frequency where I was listening to the language of my soul. They were listening to the language of my soul. We were accepting ourselves and accepting each other, right? There's a lot of judgment in that relationship towards one another. Um, and it just wasn't clean because it was like, I never know where your head is at. And maybe they never knew where my head was at. Or maybe they never cared to know where my head was at. I would strongly say the latter. So the trap really is wasting your time. You don't want to be in that situation, wasting your time and looking back at it 10 years later, realizing, damn, I could have at least taken some time to get to know what pleasure was for me, what communication was for me, what a standard was for me. And actually, that's an episode I filmed last week um, or the week before last week, actually, which is titled Heartbreak. So that will be up on my channel. You can go check that out, you guys, because that's a little bit more on the topic of like finding love before finding yourself and finding self-love. All right, number four. So continuing on the topic of giving ourselves bad sex, giving ourselves something bad is harmful, okay? So that's just plain and simple. When you know that you could be 
Hey, you guys. Sorry, my AirPods died. <laughs> um, I'm still trying to figure out how these things work. Because, you know, it didn't tell me that they were close to dying. So I'm a little bit offended, but it's fine. Um, all right. So continuing on with what I was saying, you guys. So, yeah, let's acknowledge over here that giving ourselves something bad is harmful. Yes, we can all agree on that. Perfect. So especially when it comes to sex, when you give yourself a bad sexual experience or when you engage in a bad sexual experience, that's harmful to you. That hurts. It's traumatic, okay? And the reason why is because it's traumatic physically because your body feels violated. You've given yourself to somebody who, bleh, you know, at the bare minimum, and that's not their personality or character, but it's just bleh because bleh, you know, that's what it is. I feel bleh because of the experience. It sucked. I feel violated. I feel like I gave a part of myself to this person who couldn't even appreciate it because our, we were so out of sync, okay? The experience wasn't, like, fucking of the dreams, basically. And you feel bad and tra- traumatized emotionally because energy, you've exchanged your energy, like I said, and you've accepted unwanted energy back in. Like, now after that experience, you're like, I don't really need to have, I don't really want to be able to see you naked in my mind, you know? I don't really want to have that. But you now have that part of me. And it goes both ways. It's like that person probably is thinking, damn, like, either... I didn't really do a good, you know, feeding into their own low vibrations or even themselves being like, damn, I gave myself to this person and I really didn't want to do that. I didn't want to have my energy, quote, quote, stolen, taken away from me or exchanged with this person. So emotionally, you're kind of hurt. You're traumatized because now you have to live with the fact that this is something that you cannot undo. Okay. And it just really hurts. And then lastly, we have a spiritual violation because you sh- you know that you shared yourself with the wrong person. And it can be quite an isolating experience, especially if this was somebody that you liked, but oh no, like we had this experience and it sucked. Or if it wasn't somebody that you liked, but realizing, you know, I really do want to be with somebody that I like and I can't even begin to imagine where to find that person. So it can be quite an isolating experience spiritually to be harmed by an, a bad sexual experience or by having given yourself a bad sexual experience not listening to the voice of your soul or not listening to the signs you got while you were flirting the red flags that you wanted to ignore or you know the parts of this person that you didn't really like or that gave you weird um signals that maybe you know this person had ulterior motives or that this person wasn't who they say they are or that they were hiding things for you or that they maybe looked down on you or etc 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 okay So, yeah, it can be quite harmful when the sex is bad, when we stick around especially. So if you end up, you're in a relationship with someone and you have that experience with them where you, you know, you have sex, but you're not really... I don't know why I said it like that. (laughs) Yeah, where you have sex with this person, you know, um, when you're in a relationship with that person and you just keep settling for this bad experience, it hurts a lot more. You're denying yourself and what you're doing is you're trapping yourself, wasting time. You're trapping yourself in the illusion that sex is worth more than time, that it's worth more than a human experience that is worth your while, okay? Um, And again, if you haven't checked out my episode on... um, Actually, this is the episode, I think, that is titled Standards and Vibes, okay? <laughs> so I filmed this episode a couple of weeks ago, I think three weeks ago. Go check that episode out because it speaks a little bit more in detail about having a standard. When you share yourself with the wrong divine energy, with the wrong divine masculine or the wrong, the wrong divine feminine energy, um, it can be very harmful because you're actually in a, like a, a, um, an energetic being. You're a wise being of light, a light being. And there's another light being out there that matches your frequency, that gives to you rather than takes from you, that is able to... To receive from you rather to reject from you okay so when you give yourself to the wrong person it's sort of like you're a little bit in limbo right now because you're thinking to yourself about your ideal partner and now you're stuck with this person especially if you give yourself the victim mentality of being stuck where you're like oh shit i'm upset because now i have to be with this person i took they asked me on a date i you know i'm blah 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 blah, blah. you know you know you settle basically 
okay so this is really harmful and that is part of the trap of wasting your time and settling for bad sex settling for doing it quickly doing it fast doing it oh we really lack each other let's go into it rather than taking the time to really accept one another through being vulnerable and intimate and communicative with one another learning to be in flow with each other through like flirting through conversation through slight touches whatever you know passion and then passion and pleasure and then your language your language energy your life force energy you know through that connection that acceptance okay that then breeds you know pleasure and stuff like that so you deny yourself that your experience of bad denies yourself that and in turn you end up getting violated you end up getting hurt you end up getting feelings like you've been cheated or stolen from and you end up feeling lost waiting for the person who's actually there for you but who first needs you to put your foot down and say hey this ain't what we want number five Sex is a 50-50, which means we got to shape it up. We got to expect that our person as well too. We got to let go of needing to be good, open ourselves to experiences as a newbie and learn to be, to first be ourselves before, you know, the illusion that we give to the person, which is the porn star, the one who knows what they're doing, okay? When we put ourselves in a position to be hot shit, um, what we're basically doing is we're basically hurting ourselves. When we put ourselves in a position to be hot shit, we basically are saying that the way that I actually am, which is just a regular person, regular Joe, you know, isn't good enough, isn't pleasing enough, isn't stimulating enough, isn't sensual enough, sexual enough, strong enough, feminine enough, masculine enough. So I'm going to put on a show, I'm going to put on an act, I'm going to hide my true self, the one that's slightly maybe a little bit anxious, the slight, the part of me that's maybe slightly a little bit um, excited, the part of me that's maybe slightly a little bit uh, chatty, chatty, chatty during these experiences, Okay. We as a collective and we as an individual, we as a soul person, we as the people who have sex need to shape it up. We need to understand that what we give is what we're going to receive. So if you give 50% of yourself, which is 50% of yourself that is a lie, 50% of yourself that is an illusion, 50% of yourself that is trying to remember what the porno you watched last week did, then you're going to receive that right back and hope for God that you were with somebody who watches some good fucking pornos because if you're not, then this person is going to give you something that you don't even want to begin with. You guys are going to be out of sync. But even hypothetically, assuming that they do give you the 50% that matches up with your 50% in terms of both of you denying yourselves or lying to yourselves, that doesn't even guarantee that the experience is actually going to be good because the both of you are on completely different frequencies. The cleanliness that you guys came up with isn't even real. It's like the illusion. You're lying. The flirting is about, please don't look at me. Please don't look at me. Please don't look at me. Huh, I'm hiding. I'm hiding. I'm hiding. Let's start making that right now and avoid this awkward tension that might build up if I continue pretending to be somebody I'm not and my mask essentially slipping. Okay. So we need to let go of being good. We need to let go of being perfect. We need to let go of being something other than ourselves because we don't end up in bad situations because uh, sexual experiences because we're being ourselves. No, we end up in bad situations because we're operating from a space of lack. We're operating from a space of insecurity, okay? So when we show up to somebody sexu like sexually with a sexual offer or somebody comes to us with a sexual offer and we set the tone that we are insecure, we're gonna have an insecure experience. And actually, you know, it's fine to be insecure if you allow yourself to be accepted as insecure if you allow yourself to be like you know what i'm actually not the best and i don't really know what being the best means but i'm gonna try my hardest to be myself you don't live vicariously through your insecurity you don't let that be why you're with that person or why you need love or why you need this experience with them no you allow yourself to be a newbie and learn from the experience listen to the voice of your soul and find flow with the person and it is quite jarring it is quite awkward because a lot of the time it feels very slow for me i haven't had the opportunity to put these things into practice if I'm being completely honest, so I'm just speaking theory work right now. But my fear is that I'm going to be with somebody because I'm listening more to my my soul, being more my inner child. I'm not going to be able to react as quickly to things. I'm not going to be able to flirt as wittily. I'm not going to be able to, you know, 
flip it and reverse it real quick, real good. You know what I mean? I'm not going to be able to do all that stuff. And the reality is that it's okay because the person you really want to be with isn't going to have an expectation of you to do that. Actually, they're not even going to feel like they need to, that that's how they can get pleasure from you. If anything, you being your truest self is how they will get pleasure from you. And I think you just need to be able to first detach from your ego, detach from the ego part of you that needs to be good, that needs to be right, that needs to be desired in order for you to simply accept that you are desired by simply being yourself. And that will create a really open and an intimate experience because you're not lying, you're not inviting the porn star you saw last week on Pornhub into your into your sex life. No, you're inviting you, the person who maybe doesn't know exactly what they're doing, who's picked up things here and there, who is open to learning anew and to starting a new chapter in their life where they're really listening to themselves and just being themselves and not trying too hard, okay? So, I'm going to drink some water. Oh my gosh, my throat chakra is like, woo, child, we're speaking. We're speaking facts today. Um, my goal, again, like I said, is not to make y'all feel insecure about the sex that you're having. You don't have to feel like because you do bring out the inner porn star in you that you are not having good sex if anything you want to put on a show i mean i don't think there's anything necessarily wrong with putting on a show i would you know i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do you know <laughs> let me just put it like that period um there's no way for you to feel fucking bad because this is a part of you that is a vulnerable part of you but i think that when we guise ourselves and disguise ourselves and hide ourselves behind that mask and hide ourselves behind the masks of oh i'm connecting and oh i'm feeling pleasure and oh this is communication that we end up having bad experiences and then walking away feeling like we were robbed, feeling like our energy is lower, feeling questioning, you know, why am I here? Why am I with this person? Why did I do that to myself? Why did I put myself there? And I don't want y'all to have those experiences because the amount of times that I freaking did, God, it tainted a lot of the good sex I ended up having with a really good partner where there was communication and it actually stopped me from being able to garner to create communication with my partner because I was still living vicariously through the bad experiences I had before where I felt shame, where I didn't feel accepted, where I didn't feel like I understood where this person was coming from, where I didn't feel like I could ask, where when I did ask, I didn't feel received and I was afraid of experiencing that rejection again. So it's important that when we do come back from a situation where we were abused or we ended up feeling violated in our bodies where we feel like we shared with the wrong divine energy where we feel like our energy exchange was unwanted or stolen when we come back from an abusive situation that we re-enter the world as children where we give ourselves a chance to feel peace and to be able to say hey where's your head at with this or hey tell me about your life or hey this is how i feel about this this is how you can do this to make me feel this way or how can i make you feel this way or what is, what are you interested in okay let's have that communication before we have an experience okay so yeah tap tap tapped in okay all full circle energy coming in so lastly for this episode you guys i have um three things that i look at now because i do want to you know manifest the relationship and i am manifesting the relationship of my dreams and also the experience sexually of my dreams i mean scorpio sun it's important for me libra venus i mean it's important for me darling gemini north node i mean baby it's important for me libra mercury baby it's important for me pisces moon it's important for me taurus rising it's important for me my whole chart basically love sex loves sex so i'm like we need to have a conversation y'all and um make sure that we're actually you know um understanding what safe fun and healthy sex is because you know now that we can understand where bad sex comes from and, and why we put ourselves in situations to have bad sex which is really coming from a place of insecurity and not feeling comfortable um 
breaking away from the mental conditioning and really being ourselves, not needing to be the porn star, not needing to be quiet when it comes to somebody pleasuring you in a way that you don't feel pleasure, not needing to feel shy to speak up for yourself or say what's on your mind, okay? When we understand that those things were holding us back and that we want to let those things go, we can actually start to have an understanding of what safe, fun, and actually healthy sex is for us, okay? So to begin with, we have understanding sex as a 50-50, taking the rest slow. So number one, yeah, to in, to be able to have safe sex, you need to understand that it is a 50-50 and that this person is not, if you feel rushed, if you feel like you have to be someone you're not, you're with the wrong person and that's when you pull out the no or the stop or the I'm comfortable, I don't want to do this today, let's rain check whatever you need to say to get out of that situation. That's when you, that's when you, that's when you pull that up. You're entitled to being able to say no, even if your clothes are off. That is a quote by Am. Rose, okay she's a queen and she is very big on you know sexual positivity so sexual health so when it comes to having safe sex you're always entitled to being able to say yes to being able to say no to say i'm not sure can we pause you're always allowed to so when you understand that sex is a 50 50 you understand that you're with somebody or your goal is to be with somebody that is not rushing you that is not trying to get to the end goal which is sex they're listening which is sex they're they're listening to you they're talking to you they're hearing what you are saying and they are listening to the flow as well they're listening to the voice of their intuition they're listening to the voice of their higher conscious so that they can best please you okay so yeah understanding that it is a 50 50 and that they, that both of you can take it very slow because you both will complete each other. My fear was what? That I would be going too slow, that I wouldn't be the quick acrobatic person that I, you know, I've accustomed myself to being in these experiences with people. But the person I really want to be with, they're going, if I'm really my true self, they're going to be able to be just as slow as me. They're going to be able to be just as, um, you know, they're going to be able to, to catch my energy. And if they do want to go quicker, then they're going to be able to spice things up and make things go really quick without making me feel uncomfortable. And I'll be able to catch that flow as well. I won't be doing anything outside of myself. It will be a 50-50. We'll be working to create the proper timeline for the both of us. The timeline that works where we're not too slow, we're not too fast, but we're just right, okay? And number two, connection, not visualization, okay? So, yeah. Oh, sorry. Connection, not utilization. <laughs> I thought it was a V. I was like, woo, what? <laughs> so... Um, safe, yeah, safe sex is basically connection, not visualization, okay? And what that basically means is that, why do I keep saying visualization? Oh, yeah, well, visualization because you're not in your head. You're not fucking dreaming about somebody who's not there. Um, but we're going to get to those later because we still have to tap into fun and healthy sex. But we talk about connection, not utilization. And what that basically means is you're connecting with the person that you're with. That 50-50 isn't 50% you and 50% them and then the fantasy that you have about you know blah 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 you may have fantasies I'm not saying that that's bad but I'm saying that when you want it to be a healthy experience then you're not necessarily wanting the band of your dreams to be somebody else no you're in that experience connecting to the person of your dreams whether man or woman whether masculine energy or feminine energy okay when you are um taking the rest slow connection not utilization yeah, so when you are connecting with this person, you're not just using them as a vessel for what is it? What is the porno that you watched last week? They're they're literally a person. You're not using them to relive your trauma. They're literally a person. You're not using them to be somebody that they are not. You're accepting that they are them, that you're having this experience to have this experience with them. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't have role plays or that you can't have your imaginations roam free, but it's about having a conversation then with that person 
and this is then fun. How do we have fun sex? It's about having a conversation with that person and being able to say, these are what my kinks are. This is what my fantasies are. This is what I want to be able to think about when I'm with you. Is it okay if I do this? Because when you decide that you're going to use somebody else's body for your pleasure without even bringing them into the world that you're in, without connecting them to the experience that you're sharing, you are using them. You are utilizing their body. And that is when you start to steal their energy because they're not with you. They're not on top of you. They're not kissing on you for you to be somebody else. They're doing it for you to be you. They're doing it for it to have an experience with you. And if you're with somebody who's in their own mind and you're in your own mind, what the hell are y'all doing together? Using each other's bodies. That's exactly what. And it's a violation because at the end of the day, when we have sex, we want to be accepted. We want to be accepted for ourselves. We want to be connected with this person because they want us. It's one plus one. We are clean together because if it's not outside of us, we're not looking anywhere else. We've come together as one plus one in a bracket. And we are listening to the language of our soul. We are communicating. We are learning to, to, to be ourselves. Self being self is how we have fun sex. We accept ourselves and we allow ourselves to explore. The first foundation is that it is me. I am coming to the table. Rebbe Fazo is coming to the table. If you are coming to my table, you are doing this with me, not with whatever illusions and fantasies that you have. It's just what it is. And if you do have illusions and fantasies, well, guess what? Open up to me about them. It doesn't mean I'm going to shut you down. If I'm the right person for you, I won't shut you down. But it means that we first have to have a conversation before we start this exploration. Because if we don't, then this is not fun for me anymore. It is not fun for my body. It is not fun for my being. It is not fun for my soul because the person that you are having an experience with the memories that you are taking the exchange that is happening yes it is of my energy but it is not me i have been violated and back in the day sometimes i wasn't able to um come so i would think about people and i would think about like the different like i would think about versions of them that weren't really them and then, like, later on, we would progress in the relationship and they wouldn't be the person that I was looking at or talking to or whatever. They would be somebody else. And that was really rough for me because not only was it, like, well, I had set myself up for failure there, but I hadn't done it on purpose. I hadn't done it to be mean. I hadn't done it for any other reason than the fact that the person I was with couldn't make me reach my climax. But it's still not normal for you not not normal, I get why you do it, but it's not the experience of your dreams to deny somebody their ability to be themselves and to be accepted and to be the reason why you do reach your climax. Okay? So that's fun sex. That's how you have fun sex. Self being self first, you both accept each other and then you can start exploration together. And that's why communication is very, very key. Lastly, we have how do we have healthy sex? So... Basically, being real about your humanity, communication of your desires and of your needs. Healthy sex is that experience where you're like, well, I actually do like being in my head and I like to fantasize about being on planet Zorwap or whatever and you're a freaking alien and I just met you and we've dashed into each other's arms because my ship crash landed and now we're having sex. I don't know. I have a fantasy like that. So you share that with that person and they're like, ooh, that's kind of sexy. What do I do? And they're just like, you're like, no, literally be yourself. I just like to picture it from from Zorop and they're like okay well can I picture you as like the really stunning you know guy who crash landed and you're like sure and and 
now you're being real about your humanity, your humanity, which is like, number one, you're a weirdo, and that's okay, we're all weirdos, I love the idea of being a weirdo, I think it's amazing that you're weird, because it's like, the whole world is your oyster, the whole world is your oyster to make it uniquely you, and sure, there may be people who are like, whoa, that's so, like, not me, but when you're with the right person, and you've taken time to learn who you're accepting, and learn through, like, this clear, flowed organization of, like, me plus you, we're together in this, it works, bracket around this, like, when you are in that energy, Um, then I think that when you meet a weirdo or when you're a weirdo, you end up being like really accepted and you're still weird. You're still uniquely you, but you're accepted uniquely you. And when you share your fantasy with that person, it doesn't mean that they don't have their fantasies that they're into. It just means that later down the line, if not the next time, they're able to open up about what they're into and you're able to gel with that or give them an experience that mimics that experience that they want in their head. And then who knows, maybe down the line, both of you guys have exhausted all the crazy fantasies and now it's time for both of you guys to come together and just experience it one-on-one. I'm never going to shame you guys, like I said, for what y'all want to do. If you want to be in your head or if you don't, whatever. But you first need to be able to see the body that you're with as the person that you're with and not as somebody who can cater to a fantasy that you have in your mind because that's wrong. And that's not good sex. And it's not feelings that you want to experience from somebody else. It's not feelings that you want to give to somebody else. So we have to have an understanding of what safe, fun, and healthy sex is. Connection, not utilization. You're not just a body. You are a person. It is 50-50. You don't need to be shy. I don't need to be shy. We come together. We are united. Okay? We are experiencing this in flow together. We see ourselves. We accept ourselves. And we have desires that we want. We want to explore those desires. And we do not shame ourselves for those because we're here to have fun. And so by being real about our humanity, being real about who we are, being real about the things that we want to have as a sexual experience, whether in a weirdo Star trek type of way or in a way that would heal our trauma, in a way that would reflect a dynamic that would be really healing and soothing to our souls, we can communicate what our desires and what our needs are and have that health these sex where we are understanding that we are two human beings coming together but that it's okay for our inner world whatever that world is to be a sexual experience we don't have to let go of whatever taboo sex that we have whatever experience that we have whether it's literally you wanting to be a porn star but it's a conversation that you have with your partner that you're actually a human behind this illusion and that sex doesn't have to be an illusion if you have an open and honest communication communicative experience okay so Hopefully that you guys are able to pick up on that. Um, I really love you guys, and I hope that this was obviously like not difficult to understand. Um, if I could put this into practice personally in my life, just to give you guys a little bit of an example of how this looks for me. So safe, fun, and healthy sex in no particular order. So something that I have a like a fetish, like not a fetish, but it's like a kink of mine. So if you don't know what it is, like please don't judge me. Um, <laughs> I am sharing with the internet, but like, what is it? D-D-G-L. That's how we, that's how we spell it in this community. So D-D-G-L. So Dom, Daddy, D-G, D, what is it? <laughs> D-D-L-G. I'm pretty sure. I don't know, but I think it's the first one, but I don't know why it's spelled like that. Anyway, sorry. I think it's the second one, but yeah. So it's like Dom, Daddy, a little girl kind of fantasy. Now I'm 20. Okay, I think that the inner child is a really sacred part of like the self, and I think you can have a really nurturing relationship if you accept your inner child as a part of you and understand like its traumas and its journey. That can be really difficult for a lot of people, so we reject our inner child because it's too difficult to understand sort of how it was hurt, how it offended us, how we got ourselves in trouble because of the child and it's annoying to look at that and 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 see ourselves in that child. So I understand why a lot of people don't decide to go down that path and some people just have journeys where they're more their ego they're more their higher self they're more whatever they need to be 
but as somebody who is her higher self or who works every day to be her higher self and who tries to intertwine her life with her inner child and with her shadow side it is very important for me that I have a relationship with a partner that expresses this kind of dynamic because you know I did have unfortunately a lot of situations growing up where I didn't have a really good relationship to parental dynamics that I now feel a need to express especially in my romantic and sexual relationship and then have my needs be met in that respect so that's something that I have a kink for right a dom daddy and obviously when I'm with a guy and I've just met him or I'm, I'm hooking up with him um they don't know this about me they don't know that that's what my kink is and so when I'm having an interaction with them the man in my dreams is somebody that I'm able to say that this is what my kink is and they're able to say what how do you what do you need from me how can I help how can I make you feel secure as a little how can I make you feel secure as somebody with this kink how can I make you feel secure as a person a human being and so first of all I see myself and I accept myself I accept what it is that is me okay and then I allow myself to sort of express my communication and my desires to the other so we've got healthy sex tick we've got a little bit of the fun sex tick i also understand that this person is a human being and i'm not just using them i'm not going into this experience and just pretending like they know pretending that they're already my dom daddy no i'm saying to them that this is what's something that's important to me okay so connection that utilization tick we have exploration so now we're talking about you know what where what locations what positions you know all that i don't mean to get you know vulgar i hope it's not vulgarities here but you know certain things like that the things that must be discussed i am open to having that discussion with them in a obviously private space and so we do and we allow ourselves to start exploring they ask me questions i ask them questions about what they're into we sync timelines okay and we allow ourselves to then come together in a sexual experience being ourselves he doesn't need to be anything other than exactly who he is because he knows what it is that's within him that he already has that will make me feel secure that will make me feel these things okay um it is completely different to having a fantasy about being on a a, a, a planet but the reason that i've chosen this person to be the person i want to be with is because they have qualities that reflect what i need to feel secure i'm not asking them to be anything other than themselves and i'm not cheating them of the opportunity of potentially being my perfect match by not telling them this is what i'm into i tell them exactly what i'm into if they can cater they cater and thankfully they do we show up to the table as 50 percent and I can entirely be myself and not worry about this person's own experience because they know me and I know them and now we can just worry about flowing together. And that's literally the essence of having safe, fun, and healthy sex. So thank you guys so much for watching this episode. I know it was a lengthy one, but gosh, I hope that you were able to get your informations out of here that will help you guys on your journey to having better and better sex. I have one last episode coming for you guys and then I'm gonna take a break from uploading for a while. So thank you guys so much for being here with me. The next episode that we have is on being yourself sexually and being accepted sexually and like i said this episode will get a little bit raunchy so if you feel a little bit uncomfortable with some of these topics of discussion um please you know obviously don't watch or if you are going to watch just give yourself a break and don't feel too anxious it's all your mental conditioning it's the discomfort because you know that you know eh, this topic of conversation i don't like to listen to it when other people are telling me it i don't like to um feel uncomfortable maybe you're around the wrong people while you listen to my podcast whatever it may be just make sure that you're putting yourself in a safe position it's just you and me baby and really it's just you so um don't be too shy come and you know join the discussion and i just i really look forward to being able to share this with you because i too actually experienced 
experience quite a lot of awkwardness when it comes to these conversations and I know that being able to speak to you guys about these things these things are really going to open me up are going to open my heart chakra to myself to the world to sex once again after all of the abuse honestly I've experienced but also open my throat chakra to being able to have that open and honest communication not just with the world you guys but with my partner when they do finally come back to me okay so Thank you guys so much. I love you endlessly and I cannot wait to see you in our last video of this season.